remind me one last time of that. It's called Rest of... Song of Rest. Song of Rest. Okay, thank you. Great. And did I gain both of those at level up, or I had one of those and gained Jack of All Trades at the level up? Did I have Song of Rest to begin with? No, no, that's what you gained. You gained I Jack gained... of All Trades and Song of Rest both at level two. And is that common at all level ups? You will gain more than one thing? No. Uh, let's see Next one is the big... Yeah, you say character start at three or something, right? Yeah, so you have to choose which bard college you're going to join and your expertise. So bard college is um, basically you choose which archetype, as Victor was saying earlier on, to go with. So uh, expertise, first of all, is that at third level, choose two of your skill proficiencies and your proficiency bonus is doubled for any ability check you make with either of the chosen proficiencies. So let's say you are um, um, proficient with uh, persuasion and athletics. So instead of adding two proficiency, you would add four every time you rolled for any of those checks. And is that for how long? And For that level or for the duration of the for the game yeah so for the rest of the know, game for, wow. forever yeah that's amazing uh, and, and then uh for bard college at third level um you delve into the advanced techniques of bard college and you can either choose the college of law uh the college of valor um oh no there's only two i thought there was going to be three um so law college of Lore is... Lore, sorry. <laughs> what did he not, say? Not, not law, lore. Yeah, I, thought you said, I thought you said law at first. I was like, oh, interesting. Lore and valor. I, I do the same thing with Vivian all the time. It's like, oh, okay, right. right, right. <laughs> sorry, my bad. Uh, was it uh, Bards of the College of Lore know something about most things? Collecting bits of knowledge from sources and diverse tomes and uh, peasant tales. It looks like it's where you're, um, you know more stuff. Uh, but the College of Valar is bards of the College of Valar are daring skulls <laughs> whose uh, tales keep alive the memory of the great heroes of the past and thereby inspire a new generation of heroes. These bards gathered in meat holes I, and yeah. great bonfires and I, deeds. We, we, um, we know body would obviously have to go that route. Yeah, so bonus mm-hmm. proficiencies. When you join the uh, College of Valar at third level, you gain proficiency with medium armor, shields, and mm. martial weapons. Ooh. So you can wield that great axe. Sweet. That's a big two-handed battle axe. Let's go for uh, Valor, baby. Probably yeah. bigger than body. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, also, at third level, you learn to inspire others in battle. A creature that has bardic inspiration die from you can roll the die and add the number roll to damage roll it just made. Wow. Instead of adding the, your, you know, your inspiration, that inspiration die that you can add, instead of adding that to the attack roll, you can add it to the damage roll. Hmm. 
uh, you get an extra attack at 6th level. So you can attack twice instead of once. Wow. And yeah. uh, then battle magic at 14th level. You have mastered the art of weaving spellcasting into a single harmonious uh, action. You can cast a bar spell and make a weapon. So you can... Wow. You can cast um, spells as a bonus action. Nice. That's great. I like that. So as as long as you mention it, do you think it's worth talking a little bit about inspiration and all the other ramifications of it? You know, when it comes to pick, picking your, um, you know, your. Uh, oh, sorry, I get lost in all the your personality and background, and how the DM can. Uh, use how well you play your character or is that something you don't want to get into right now you mean inspirations as in uh was a dm assigned inspirations yeah well as you know it's a the dm can can give a, a character you know uh advantage or points or whatever for playing their traits really well or playing their you know playing out the it, say you're an urchin, you know, but using those things you, you gain from being an urchin. Yeah, we we talked a little bit that about that earlier on when uh, oh, okay. Andrew, yeah, when Andrew was talking about the um, how he leveled up, he was asking about experience points, and I says I wasn't doing the experience points one because you get experience points for uh, yes for killing stuff, um, but you also get stuff uh, like uh, awarded experience points for how well you role play and how deep you get into the role play and how okay. you act out. So, and I was thinking, well, the, maybe uh, there's a couple of guys that I have that are, that like getting into that. And there's a couple of guys who want to come in, kill stuff and do all that stuff and maybe not so into the role play. So um, when you're leveling up, there could be characters in there that are going to sort of like, you know, get to level two or three while the other ones are, are going to be slightly behind. So okay. I'm so... going to level everybody up. Uh, at the same time, when we get to a certain stage in the story, they'll just advance and level that way, and everybody advances at the same time and at the same level. Yeah, that's. I think that's the way a lot of people, a lot of DMs do it. I mean, it it, it does get hard to keep track of if you're if you're really trying to play it. Uh, you know. But don't uh, get me wrong. If somebody does something unbelievably cool and awesome, then I will definitely award them with like, oh, by the way, you've got. Like a, a D ten to add to the next, you know, ability check or attack roll. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the same with your inspiration body as well. That's um, was it as uh, your bonus action. Every time you take an action in combat, you also got um, bonus action for your inspiration, and I believe you get three of them. I think. Can't see it here, and you should probably turn the light on. I can barely see <laughs> the bloody book. It doesn't tell me how many you have. Sorry, buddy. I think you have. I think you have three. 
Oh, wait, there we go. Uh, Ukraine and uh, equal to your constitution modifier. Yeah, so your constitution modifier is no charisma modifier. Excuse me. So yours got plus, plus three, three. So yes, you have three of them, and um, you regain them all when you finish a long rest. So yeah, you don't get them back after a short rest. Mm-hmm. And the die becomes a D8 at 5th level and a D10 at 10th level. So, you get three of them during the day, so that could be pretty handy. And say, so, did you want to talk a, a bit about um, the monk at level 3, Ray? Or did you want to leave it until you get there? Um... Uh, definitely some stuff to look forward to. Um, so I pick my monastic tradition at that point. Yes. Um, and at this point, I'm leaning towards uh, the way of the open hand. <clears throat> Not the three-finger um, death punch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it, it's actually um, if if I am uh, you know hitting somebody with the uh, flurry of blows uh, during my bonus action, um, they have to uh, throw a dexterity saving throw, uh, or else uh, they'll be knocked prone. Um, it can uh, also be a safe uh, strength saving throw, um, and if they fail, I push them fifteen feet away from me, uh, or um, they can't take any reaction until the end of my next turn. Yeah, so that means you could walk away from them without uh, incurring a retaliatory mm-hmm. strike. Without having to spend a key point to disengage. Yeah. <clears throat> but the coolest thing is that uh, um, I get to uh, the ability of uh, deflect missiles. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I can deflect or catch um, uh, projectile objects. And does, does that include arrows? Yeah. Wow, you're a fucking ninja. Arrows man. and darts. That's crazy. Um, and if I reduce the, uh, so I throw a d10 plus my dexterity modifier plus my monk level. Um, and if I reduce the damage to zero, I catch the missile and I can turn around and use a key point to throw it back at him. Nice. All kinds of awesome. So, that should be fun. <laughs> so, you know, I definitely got a taste of uh, how being a little uh, overly aggressive can uh, um, can get you in a bit of a pickle pretty quick with those <laughs> two stinking Draugr. <laughs> Uh, definitely uh, having two of them on you at the same time is you know 
although they don't look like much because once like you know you know you, you hit them twice go down but you got to look at your own hit points and literally if their throw it was it rolling d8s to hit you they can get you down to like one or two points in two strikes so <coughs> excuse me but um, uh i was def- i was definitely glad that uh that I decided to go ahead and and uh, make the uh, second attack instead of uh, running away and trying to get out of the way, because even if I could have avoided, uh, you know, it with the uh, um, with the key point and taking the disengage, it just wasn't as cool as just uh, with my last. Uh, breath, smacking him and uh, taking him out. That was bloody mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> and thanks to Andrew for keeping me from, you know, dying in a pile. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that worked out pretty well. Um, I thanks. loved the, uh, the spider fight. Uh, that was everybody working at their best. And uh, then when the shit hit the fan, um, Everybody sort of like you know, they everyone was like, "Oh shit, oh fuck, we're all we're all fucked." And then you're like, "What? What? Ah, fuck it!" And then just yeah. like, ah. yeah. <laughs> I was just Dive like, in. Oh, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's the only way to do, only way to go. Yeah, thus I was, I was. It's kind of mean, but I'm, I'm so bad. Uh, I'm so happy that um, was it. Pat got you in so much trouble with his heavy armor when you walked into the final <laughs> room because <laughs> you're all working pretty well. And he was like, "No, I'm going to stay back here. Uh, like I'll make too much noise. You guys go ahead. I'm going to stay back." And he got to that final room and he was like, "Oh, that's a nice fight." Clunk, 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 clunk. I just yeah, all the way I was a little surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to do something sneaky, and here comes Pat. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh, oh wow, look at that! That's so cool!" And then the armor gets up. Yeah. <clears throat> other than that, has anybody got any other questions? I don't think there's anything I need to. No. Is there anything that you um, wanted to ask? Um, you know, about the world or about your backstory or anything like that, that we can sort of like, you know, we can share on air. Anything you want to go through with that? Personally, I'm, I'm just, I'm loving waiting to see how you adapt Skyrim stuff to 5e. So I don't want to ask any questions right now. I'm, I'm just like waiting to see what, what you do with what, which is really, it's been really cool. So, uh, yeah, uh, to be honest, I'm making up about forty five percent of it as I go along. Well, of course, uh, that, and that's what makes it awesome. <laughs> and so, there's some stuff, but I've been play as as I said earlier. I was playing Skyrim before we start, and um, I started a whole new character, and he's kind of based on the was it the that world that uh, from the Ten ID, uh, like the starting of it. And mm-hmm. he's kind of not. So certain things that he does, I'm right. Well, what would he have done back then? So I'm sort of like, you know, going out into the world and sort of like doing it as he would have done it. And 
it's looking it's giving me some more inspiration that i've managed to do some world building so things are now happening in places that you're not anywhere near at the moment if you know what i mean so yeah. you're not there and you haven't gone there but things are happening there while you're over here doing this and if you go here at this particular time that thing that will still be going on or it would have been finished by the time you get there so yeah, I just I just started a new character too. I think Ray also did because we're we're both uh, playing uh, with some of the uh, character crusade uh, stuff, and uh, um, I started an orc. But uh, she uh, uh, it was it was very cool because um, uh, I did a uh, an you know alternate start, live another life, uh, random start, and she started right. Well, in essentially near the border of, of Hammerfell and, and uh, so in, you know, in Falkreath. Uh, but the meeting place that one of the premises of this particular season of, of, of this, the, this uh, what character Crusade is calling Unbound, the meeting place is this little camp spot that actually, I mean, I didn't even know about that place. I don't know about you, Ray, but I, I've never found it before. Um, it's this, as you leave Falkreath, you hang a right on the road going, if this, you know, going out of the south gate of Falkreath, you hang a right and you go towards uh, Cracktusk Keep. You take that little fork that go, goes towards the, the Orcs stronghold of Cracktusk Keep, but you take a left up going up the hill just before that and there's this little tiny campsite up there with a, with a tent and stuff. But you know what? It happens to be directly above Haldir's Cairn. <laughs> so that awesome. So I, I, I it was, it was great. It was perfect. It was one of those perfect little synchronicities. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I had seen it once before because I ran into those two bears um, that are in that cave uh, okay. just above the camp, mm-hmm. and um, found the the two hunters that were there. Um, after I killed the bears and then wandered down and, and found their campsite. And there's the book there that, you know, they talk yeah. about, uh, you know, yeah. hunting for the bears. Yeah. I'd never, I'd never been there. And, and, uh, and actually in this, in this playthrough, I'm using a, I'm using a mod called the tools of Kagranak and, and actually, uh, right above the campsite there. If you look at a couple of my screenshots on, on the uh, character crusade, there's a huge ancient alien ruin that the, that the mod adds, uh, to that to that particular hillside, mm. which is part of part of the tools of Kagranak. So, um, that's a mod I haven't played before, and it sounds like it sounded like it would be fun and fit into my character. So, um, but anyway, I had fun running into Haldir's Cairn and and just playing around. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've actually just gotten the well, not just probably about a few days ago, I've gotten the quest for um. Uh, for doing Holdier's Cairn to go and get the drum, so ah. I can RP that and sort of like you know see how he goes, get through that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm having a weird thing with my combat stuff, like um, things run at me from like great distances. I got to you know when you get to the throat of the world and you got um, uh, the two guys talking. I can't remember the guy who asked you to take the supplies up, Klimic. Him and the elf are there talking right right when I got to there. You know the bears that are outside mm-hmm. the cave right at the opposite end? Yeah. They went hostile, ran all the way around, across the bridge, came screaming across the bridge and started attacking <laughs> me. 
I was like, what the fuck, bear? <laughs> Why? Um, and uh, then, the, mo- the mod puts a flashing red light above your head. Yeah, that fucking must be. You take this. What, are, what are you using? What mods are you using in there? I don't know. I've I just got them off the because uh, I'm not on the Nexus. I'm just using the Bethesda site. Oh. Uh, it was it was the only combat one I could find. I can't remember the name of it. Are you, are you playing on uh, on on PC FE. or? Yeah, PC. I'm playing huh. FE. I've never I've never even looked at the Bethesda site. What's there? Um, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I just found all the basic ones. So there was. Uh, was it uh, a texture? The smim is on there, um, mm. and was it? You um, had all of E nine seance. I'm running his um, what you call it? Um, Imperius, the races one. That's and, great. Uh, there's um, the was it one of the characters that I'm playing? The, the character I'm playing at the moment. Uh, I've had a look, and I was like. Dude, really? Because it gives you like little short, short um, sort of like quests things for the, mm-hmm. the characters to do. So there was one that I've completed, which was pretty easy. But the other one, it's like, really? Talk about a fucking needle in a haystack, you asshole. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Fuck you, man. I've right. I, I, I taken this to heart and I'm going to, I'm going to fucking find it now. So. Yeah, they, those are those are pretty cool. His bon- his little bonuses. Some of them require a, a fair amount of work to get, and a couple of them aren't so hard. The the, the imperial one isn't isn't terribly difficult. Uh, by the way, he's working on a new mod now. Also, yeah. uh, he he brought out Andromeda, which is which is his sort of update to the Standing Stones one that was called Aurora before. And uh, Andromeda is amazing. It's really really good. Uh, but he's working on a new one. Which is going to be a sort of an uh, I don't know what would you call it, Ray? It's like a there, there's a mod that's been out for a while called Religion in Skyrim, which sort of gives you a, a little more depth and, and interest to to you know worshiping Daedra and Aedra and stuff like that. But but uh, you know, I, Cheyenne has decided to to put his his or her hand into the ring on that, and and uh, it's looking really cool. Some of the stuff that that they're, he's posting on on the uh, on his Patreon page is, is nifty. Um, and I don't know how soon that'll be out. Uh, cause I think he's, he's in the middle of the end of the school year right now. Um, um was but, it, uh, I am running the one that changes the standing stones, but mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. I think it's his one. Um, was it, um, yeah, well, the he's, first, he's got two. Yeah. The first one was called Aurora and, and then the newer one is called Andromeda. If you, if you, and with, with his mods, I mean, it's almost seamless. You can, you can change his mods around in the, in mid game and, and it almost never makes any difference at all. They're so elegantly programmed. Um, yeah. What's his uh, Burke one? I've got this. I'm running his Burke one as well. Ordinator. Yeah. Ordinator. Yep. So I'm running yeah. the Ordinator and, and Apocalypse. Yeah, he hasn't updated those in a while. I think they're pretty much, uh, um, you set. know, set set in stone now. Yeah, I did a lot of tweaking of Ordinator there for a while, and then finally, I think, uh, got it. But he's also uh, creating a Ordinator light. I forget what he calls it. Um, uh, I forget. Anyway, that's another another one he's he's working on is sort of a a lighter weight version of Ordinator. 
but this religion one sounds really cool. I actually made a suggestion and he answered and said, yeah, I like that. I'm going to work on that because <laughs> my orc character uh, is the, in the lore. I don't know if anybody knows this or has, you probably do, but, but there is a section of lore, orc lore in which uh, in the third era, there was a King, I forget his name, Gorgoth or whatever, um, who said, Oh no, you're all full of crap. Uh, Malakath is a false god. Trinomac was never killed. Boethia never, you know, consumed Trinomac. Trinomac still lives, and Malakath is bullshit. Uh, and so that's the way I'm playing this orc character, or I'm going to anyway for for Unbound. So I just mentioned that in the in the Patreon stream, and and he he answered and said, Yeah, I like that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> so so we'll see we'll see Trinomac come back, uh, which would be really cool. Um, He's um. Was it Trinomax in? Uh, well, not Trinomax himself, but the uh, that's um, one of the, um, uh, the that's the story of Rothgar in uh, ESO. Is that oh really? Life? Okay. Is that the king has um, decided that he's uh, everybody should now change the religion to Trinomax from Malakath. Ah, cool. Okay, so yeah, so it's that's that is a so third era. I think it's it's an orc king named Gorgoth or or something. Yeah, uh, um, and that was the <coughs> he was the one who founded the founded or okay, so it must be the, what it's the Orsinium. Um, yep. uh, it's the Orsinium yeah, because he right he founded, rebuilding it because it's got destroyed and rebuilt, destroyed and rebuilt. Right. And eventually that one gets destroyed as well because the, yeah. in the, by the time the fourth era rolls around, that one is gone and, and the, the latest Orsinium is farther east, I think. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but I, I like that little piece of lore. So um, uh, since I haven't played Orsinium in, in ESO or much of ESO at all, I, yeah, I didn't... Uh, you know, those Trinomac followers are a pain in the ass. <laughs> like, uh, they've got these special abilities and magic spells really F you up. Lots of stuns. Oh, cool. So your character can't do much. So yeah. It's annoying. I, one of the things I want to do with, with this or character is because of her, her uh, feelings about Malakath, one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm sort of and I'm telegraphing here because because this may or may not happen depending on the on how how it goes. But one of the plans I have is to do that um, the the orc quest over near Riften and grab is it Volandrung? I forget the name of the the, mm-hmm. the, the uh, and then take it and and throw it into the uh, Ethereum Forge. <laughs> I thought that would be a, f- a fun little side side quest to do. Uh, anything she can do to screw up Malakath. Um, so, yeah. Well, a, a sea of lava would would definitely do it. Well, yeah. mind you, you got that uh, dwarven centurion that walks over there. But you're probably well, yeah, you gotta gotta defeat defeat that first, of course, and and do the Ethereum quest. But but uh, but her her purpose would be to. to it's you know it's it's Tolkien esque. What can I say? It's it's got it's got the you know, uh, it's like throwing into throwing the one ring into the into the fires of, of the Mount Doom. Um, I remember facing that uh, centurion when I was doing that. Uh, what's that overhaul mod that literally changes everything? Uh, Requiem. 
Oh God, yeah. And I done that quest with Requiem. That's where I got that um, armor for that I sent a picture of with the giant shoulders mm. and like some like rolling blades and something like rolling balls or something like that, and inside the shoulder pads. And um, that was an absolute nightmare because he he radiated heat. So oh, if wow. you if you got within fifteen foot of him, you just ignited in fire. <laughs> because he just stepped out of the lava so he was just right. radiating heat everywhere and I couldn't get anyone near him <clears throat> not that you'd want to anyway I was like you're fine Lydia go for it we're <laughs> with my frost salts wasn't well, that um, I mean it, it, don't you get to turn the steam on and off in there so you can cool him down yeah um, um but yeah, that's tough. At higher levels, that's that's pretty tough. Uh, especially so I just, in just recently went through there with uh, um, that pacifist character that I had, the love cat. Oh, <laughs> and um, you know, because all of the creatures in there were mechanical, she none of them reanimated for her, and so that was that that was kind of her, you know, her way of uh, defending herself was uh, everything that would reanimate. Uh, because of the uh, uh, the Standing Stone perk, and she didn't have any, um, you know, about all she could do was shoot uh, iron arrows for the minimum, uh, you know, hit points because she never leveled up any any of the uh, the fighting skills because she was a pacifist, and. Uh, so it it took forever. There was a lot of running and hiding, <laughs> and uh, letting Catria uh, do all the work. Not letting yeah. herself conjure a, a flame atronach or anything. No, she didn't have any. Um, she she didn't really have any spell other than calm. That was the only spell she used. Rough. I mean, she literally just went around everywhere. Um, and, you know, didn't, didn't fight anybody. Uh, but if, you know, anybody that she came across, uh, she would go and in, inspect their bodies and that body would then go into her, um, uh, into her inventory kind of, 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 um, spirits that would come back and fight for her if, if oh, she was cool. attacked. Okay. Yeah. And so it would give up to three, uh, three characters. And so um, it was always handy because, you know, I have uh, uh, the immersive patrols. And so there's, you know, constantly dead people everywhere. <laughs> and so, you know, they're usually, you know, fighters of, of either the uh, um, Imperials or the Stormcloaks. And so, you know, when she would get attacked on the road by something, all of a sudden, all these uh, you know spirits would pop up and and take out whatever it was. That's a pretty but, cool mechanic. Did, did you record a lot of those? I, f- I forget. I, no, was, I didn't. That was for Unbound, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't. I <laughs> I I didn't get my my story wrapped up. Um, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, and so. Uh, I was kind of bummed out about that because I had some things I was going to do with it, but just never got a chance. But I've it was a lot mine. of fun to play. Yeah, she, I still have her on a save on, on Vortex. Yeah. 
I think they ran through that a little too fast, but but uh, yeah, they kind of cut it short. I think they were because they were supposed to go at least another uh, another episode. Yeah, yeah. Because they, originally they talked about doing eight episodes, and ended up yeah. only doing six. Yeah. I had the immersive patrols on the game through that, and what annoys me is that every time you come up upon a fort, there's Imperials and Stormcloaks fighting it out. Yeah. But the fuckers don't clear out there. What I didn't know is that they didn't clear out the goddamn forts. They yeah. just fought outside and then fought the up. Yeah. yeah, I I was sort of like, you know, trotting along and I was like seeing at the front and sort of like the old marched off and all right. Oh, I was like, oh, what's in here? Oh, yeah, dressed. Then I walked through the door and these a bloody fort, uh, the one near Windhelm, uh, uh, where you get the bound bow. Amor? Amor, yeah. that's it. For Amor, walk through the door for <laughs> ice spike right to the face. Ah, I'm blind! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is you can't you can't get those bandits to come follow you outside. Nope. Because I was hoping that you know that if you if they saw you, they would chase you out, but they don't. Yeah, Harold just actually sneaked in there because uh, by the time he got there, he had he had enough sneak. He he sneaked in, grabbed the bound bow, and 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 took off. <laughs> so he, he didn't have to worry about that. There, by the way, there is reputedly a, a bug. I don't know if any of you guys use uh, organized bandits in Skyrim. Um, supposedly, there's a a bug or an incompatibility between that and immersive patrols that will at some point come and bite you in the butt. I've never had it happen. And it seems to be uh, controversial whether it even exists, but supposedly at some point, if you're using both uh, a random faction will all of a sudden turn against your character and there is nothing you can do to, to fix it. Uh, and so you'll any place you any place you go, members of that faction will simply attack you on sight. Uh, and it's never happened to me that I know of. But uh, if that ever happens to you, and you have both those mods, that's that's what's doing it. And and unfortunately, it's a it's a basically a game killer. It can't be fixed, or by except by going back several saves. Yeah, I, I don't run that uh, bandit mod, but. Uh... I do all the I ha- time. I have had the uh, um, the immersive patrols. Uh, I, I've had one side attack me um, as I was, you know, trying to rifle through the the bodies and, <laughs> and get the goods. But I don't know if they were actually attacking me, attacking me, or if they were just, uh, you know, if I just happened to get get in the way. But it wasn't. It wasn't uh, something that ended up. Being but it didn't last. Yeah, no, oh, okay. it didn't last right. throughout the game. What um, was it? I'd just done the um, Thalmor quest uh, at the at the embassy, and uh, came out, and I managed to rescue both of the guys. So, uh, oh nice, Mal- Malborn and uh, Ennis. Is it Ennis? It's something like that. Yeah, I never I never pay attention because so, it's like a random character. Etienne, yeah, sorry. Etienne. Yep. And yep. Uh, I managed to rescue both of them. Um, by luring the the frost trot away with with uh, with a, with a uh, with an astronaut, got outside and Malborn went left, 
and Etienne went right. And I was like, <laughs> right, do I go left? No, I'm going to go right. And I turned around and went right and came down past Meridia's Shrine and where immersive patrols had very nicely put a thalmor patrol right in front and they caught up oh. Etienne and killed Etienne. I was like, no, <laughs> Oh, but they're not attacking me, so I'm not going to... I'm not going to risk getting a bounty on killing them for you. Uh, I've I've always wanted to follow them. I think I've only managed to do that once in all the all the hours I played to save both of them. And I think I followed Malborn, but I don't remember where he went. Um, but yeah, they sort of just sort of go off into the world and and do nothing, right? I mean, uh, uh, I no, know. Etienne, Etienne goes to the um, to the thieves guild. If you join the thieves, yeah, if you join the oh. thieves guild. Gets there and oh, he's cool. like, he doesn't he doesn't interact with you interact with you he just says thank you for getting me out of there. Oh but, okay. But other than that, um, and Melbourne goes to uh, the new Genesis or the new Nissus Corner Club in Windhelm. Ah, cool! I did not know that. That's and awesome. uh, you get a secondary uh, quest with him because they've sent an assassin after him. Ah. If you talk to, I think it's Delphine, but it, it kind of, she never really gives you the quest, I think. It was sort of like bugged out, because I never got the quest in most of my place. It was just that had one time I happened to walk into the new Nissus uh, Corner Club, and he was sitting there, and he goes, oh, good, she sent you. Oh. By the way, um, outside, and you go out to where they, you know where the Khajiit have their own market? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you go out there and you talk to, I think it's, I think it's actually Rasad who sat there. And you're like, oh, I see you've got a new friend. And he was going, I don't know what you're speaking of. No, it's fine. <laughs> and then you can bribe him and he goes, yes, this one has a smell of death and he is not with us. <laughs> Thank you very much. And he goes, and he goes, uh, he's got nothing to do with us. You may do with him as you please. Uh, because they he, they know he works for the Thalmor, and they're like, you know, lucky so you find this Khajiit thingy um, traitor, and you, uh, uh, well, basically you kill him so Marlborough can get on a boat and get over there. That's cool. I did not know that. That's awesome. I I finally completed the uh, Baron Zayastone quest. Oof. Yeah, me too. On my on my switch, that's the only time I've ever done it. It was quite disappointing. Really? Really? Yeah. That was awesome. It was a lot of fun and it was really cool, but the 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 reward you get at the end is like, oh, whoop-de-doo. Yeah, true. I mean, get all the stones and you can't actually do anything with the stones, far from maybe yeah. max out your smithing. But um, no, I love that. Uh, was it Tovald's Cave, is it? Yeah, yeah Tovald's Cave, yeah. And um, that was awesome, especially because you can go through there without the quest, but that section is uh, sealed off by rocks, yeah. I think. Yep. Yep. But when you go in there, and um, they're uh, they're actually Dwemer, aren't they? They're uh, dwarves. Yeah. The uh, yeah the the spirit guardians. Yes. Yep. That was awesome. It was like, oh, yeah. you guys are so cool. I love your dungeons. Boshrana! <laughs> <laughs> what, what level did you complete it at, Ray? Um, I don't know. He ended up being pretty high. I, I had started a new character to do it. It was a, uh, a Bosmer. Um, and 
He was probably 23 or 24. Okay. That's, that's actually not, cause I, I did, I, I, I also started a, a Bosmer. She's, she's a, um, for, for my, uh, switch, uh, playthrough and, and decided to, to concentrate on, you know, she, she would be in the thieves guild, but she would concentrate on the Baron Zaya. Um, and, uh, and I, I think she finally completed it at level 30 or so. Um, so it's, you know, it's, com- of course it's completely unmodded. Um, and, uh, and then she, then I decided she'd go back to, you know, finishing off a thief skill quest. But the, I mean, the only problem with that, I mean, it's, it's a cool quest. It's fun to do. And uh, the biggest problem with it in vanilla Skyrim is that uh, until you, uh, if you take the right speech perks or, and, and, or, you know, you know, develop all your fences and everything in various towns, it's hard to sell off all of the gems (laughs) because now everything gives you, you know, diamonds and emeralds and, and it's Mm -hmm. nice. You can make a lot of money quickly, but, but it's hard to sell anything off. Um, So, that's my only complaint with it uh, is the economy in Skyrim as in the vanilla Skyrim economy kind of sucks. Um, whereas you if you uh, get yourself a very small house, like breathe home and then just, just go in there and just empty the stones onto the floor. <laughs> like like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. I just empty them out until you fill the entire, like, you know, all the, <laughs> the whole bottom of breeze home, just so like, you know, you're wading through gemstones. Yeah. No, she's, she's got a chest full of them in. She's of course she, she has honey side because she's, she's a thief. Um, yeah. But... Uh, oh, but I forgot to say, um, have you seen that Gopher's doing a Skyrim SE playthrough? Yes. I've been watching some of it. He also uh, just and... came out with a new mod, you know, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, pickpocket mod, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's sort of uh, similar to his pumping iron mod in, in that it, it, you can, you can level up your pickpocketing sort of naturally uh, beyond the the uh, the cap of ninety, which is what the vanilla game gives you. Um, it's it's kind of cool, yeah. So, have you watched all of it, Colin? Have you watched the whole? Yeah, the whole I've been watching yeah. the whole. I've been watching some of them at work, so sometimes get interrupted but yeah i get pretty bored so i've been watching <laughs> but i've been watching a lot of them and uh, some of it's a lot of fun some of it's sort of like you know dude just take an invisibility potion and run so it's like please just stop yeah my only i you know I, I i'm enjoying it my my only criticism of it is that he's you know okay this game came out seven years ago please don't try to pretend you don't know where you're going <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's that's the only thing that that bugs me. He's really trying to play it, uh, and I I respect that. He's trying to play it sort of as a as if he's never played the game before. So there's a lot of, uh, uh, but I like some of the stuff he's doing with it, and he's creating these mods as he goes, like the coin flip and the and the pickpocket thing. So yeah, it's 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 good, and and he's and he's fun to fun to listen to. So. I think he... uh, did you happen to see the one where he tried to go in and do? Um, oh, it's the really far north dungeon, you know, where you have the the ghosts and the necromancer has been like, you know. Yeah, that's the closest I've ever heard him come to say "fuck." <laughs> the, milk, the milkmaids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, when he, he went in there, he was just literally got his ass handed to him. Yeah, so yeah. I gotta say, he's a real, and he always plays a master. And he, I, he loves that style of fighting where you sort have a sword in one hand and nothing in the other. Yes, he loved that sort of style. So he was trying to do that, and literally he got the shit kicked out of him. Yes, <laughs> and he he died, and he went back outside, and he just looked. At the at the, was it Indigo and he was just like he goes so that's your premonition that's what you think is going to happen yeah you're probably right and he just fucks off he just leaves it. he's like no fuck it it's just it's not yeah. going to happen no matter how many times I try that's always yeah. brilliant yeah it was good yeah yeah I was surprised that he actually used Indigo which uh but Indigo's fun. Yeah, it's because he loves uh, Khajiit followers, and he's mm-hmm. already done in his first playthrough. He had um, Arjo, yeah. No, um, what's it, uh, the mage? Dizargo. Dizargo, yeah. yeah, he had Dizargo yeah. with Steve, and Dizargo uh, died about twenty times, and he had to get done because um, was that the spell package that was out back then that had uh, revivify. So you could pick up the dead body, bring it back, and it'll cost you like 10,000 gold. And you cast a spell, and you can bring uh, people back to life. (laughs) (laughs) And Jezago died about 10 or 15 times on him. And he was like, do you know how much money you've cost me? (laughs) (laughs) But you look so cool, because he had him wearing like ebony armor, but with the ancient Nord helmet. You know, the one with the horns come all the way down at the front. And he was like... This is it. no, you have to have, and then in the second one, it was uh, it was Kajo, and now for his third playthrough, he had to get another Khajiit, but there's only two in the original game, so I think that's why he went with Inigo. Ah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, oh, cool. Well, no, hopefully, everybody's having as much fun uh, listening to the uh. The, the 1080 episodes as we are having and making it. I sure hope so. It's a blast. Hey, Colin, you don't have to reveal a ton if you don't want to, but one question I did have is uh, what sort of preparation goes into it as the DM? What does you Do you have like a binder of sheets and maps with activities that could happen? And like, I'm just sort of curious as to what, you do so you, to to prepare yeah, for to a show. Truth, most of it's in my head. Of, I only I've only got it down to what's happening in the major cities so far. So I've got a pretty good history on what's happened in the past ten years, and sort of like you know, uh, in main quest wise, at the the main side quests like the faction quests, I know what's happened in all of those. And currently, what's happening right now in most of the major cities, and by major, I mean, uh, was it uh, Whiterun, Markarth, Solitude, things like that. Uh, I haven't got like Morthal and sort of like Kynesgrove, places like that. I sort of like, you know, we'll come upon those when we come upon those. But most of it is in my head, it's not all written out. Um, um, as I said, as the 45% of the story is made up as as I go. Because a lot of it hinges on what you are going to decide to do. Because you've got a lot of directions that you can go in. Mm-hmm. So you literally, would like you know, I, I can show you sort of like you know, sort of like, hey, let's go to Falkreath because that's like the nearest town, and this is what I laid out before you. But 
<laughs> you could sort of like at one point just go well, like um, when she offered. Um, I've forgotten what her name is now. Is uh, is it? It's not Nenya, is it? Is it Nenya? When she offered you the, the jobs, you could have turned around to Jaquai and Jaquai was like, well, I, I'd feel better if we could go, get on the road and sort of like, you know, head to one of the major towns or sort of like see if we could go, run into a Khajiit caravan somewhere like that. And you could have like, oh, no, well, sorry, we're not going to go uh, and do that. We're going to head off in this direction and go here. So then something else would have to happen. So I have some stuff planned out, but a lot of it, as I said, is... Is made up as you go to, to fall in line what you guys want to do. So don't be afraid. Don't to sort of like you know sit back and and sort of like uh, just do what's presented. You can sort of like you know if you want to, and if you really feel that it's what you carry to do, is just go. Well, I feel like you know we should go and do this, and not follow up on this obvious thing that's like you know right in front of us. Um, can't guarantee it's going to be any good or as well thought out as anything else, but. Be well, like you know, you're more than welcome to go off and do what you want to do. Yeah, that's that's one of the fun, one of the wonderful fun parts of uh, of D and D with with a good DM like you. Or, and, and we 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 uh, we did something similar to that on the game I'm playing uh, every other every other week now. Uh, at the end, uh, Ben said, "Well, that didn't go at all the way I was expecting it to go." It's like we just took a complete left turn, um, and. Uh, it was fun. It was good. So, uh, so yeah. But but and before we end, uh, do you feel like uh, giving a little um, sort of a, a hint or or trailer or uh, um, uh, you know what what's coming up next? A little foreshadowing without without any spoilers um... for people to to you know anticipate. No, <laughs> my, what to what to me is like a really tiny hint. It mm-hmm. t- ends up turning out being completely blatantly obvious to everybody else where the of story course. is going. Yeah, and yeah. people sort of like, I, I think it's a tiny hint, and then people just go, "All oh, right, so that's where he's going with the story." All right, we're going to yeah. go with that. Understood. So, no, I'm going to go back. Um, uh, I the reason for foreshadowing is that we're going back to full crease. That's the the only thing you know because not unless you're going to turn down fifty gold. So, right, we're yeah, that's that's a given. We're, we're, heading, heading. we're heading back to town and uh, heading back to uh, meet more folks of the the town of full crease. Cool. And uh, and thanks a lot, Ray. I'm I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm I'm loving it, and uh, I. That's why I, I'm loving every aspect of it. So I wanted to, everybody there to be there, and that's why we're doing this show today, and not the actual uh, Skyrim 10AD, because I want everybody to there. Because I think we'd miss out on something huge if uh, if one of us are missing at this early stage. I agree totally. It's it's been wonderful. You're doing an amazing job of it, and and I'm having a, a blast with it. Yeah. So so I'm glad. So however long it takes, we'll we'll get it back to. You. And and I think I mentioned earlier. I, I don't. I think it would be fun to occasionally have sort of, you know, cameo appearances, you know, a character sort of roll in and roll out. Um, that might be fun. Um, you know, if somebody wants to join, um, but yeah, no, no subs or, or anything like that. Can we have Blake play a wagon mechanic? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that would be awesome. Or or just a carriage driver. Yeah. What, what the, uh, yeah. That'd, yeah. Be, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> just have people yeah. from the, you know, the community hop on for a, an episode or whatever. Yeah. 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 He can, he can ask us if, uh, on our way to, uh, uh, white run, uh, if we're going to go up to the, uh, uh, to the castle where uh, called the uh, dragon search. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's so cute. It cracks me up every time that stupid driver says that. Yeah. 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 It's like, dude, it's dragon's reach. Yeah. Somebody needs to fire the sound editor. <laughs> yeah. The R's in the wrong place. Yeah. Mm. Great. Oh well. well. Thank you very much for that, guys. That was awesome. Yeah, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was great. Uh, and uh, was it? Hopefully, we'll uh, get back to you guys with uh, Skyrim 10 AD uh, show proper, and um, look forward to more stories uh, uh, and many more characters and see what all our PCs get up to in full crease. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks very much. Good night, guys. All right. Good night, all. Thanks for Good listening. Night. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link, which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Ah, I'm blind! <laughs>